Hey guys, I don't know if you're like me, but I love Count the Dings and everything it has to offer. I just can't find everything I need. You know, I know about Cinephobe and I know about the mailbag and I know about Bomb, but that's all we do, right, I mean? No, we do so much more. What? Yeah, absolutely. If you sign up, patreon.com slash count the dings, you'll find a plethora of other content, fresh content, extended content, the OG pod overflow, the Cinephobe cold opens that we've taken and made their own thing to live only there the re-watchingtons bomb and it's full Ooh. and unadulterated cut early drops of cinephobe episodes and so much more said the og pod now is it new or is it old mace i'm glad you asked that it is a new incarnation mm-hmm. of the old og pod oh. so it's me zach trey Waz, tom i love those guys just like we always were going back to the true hoop days mm-hmm. we're recreating that magic recapturing it and putting it back out we're talking hoops we're talking pop culture and most importantly we're talking for 40 minutes for free mm-hmm. but then another specific patreon exclusive segment for every one of those episodes funny enough about that og pod you're getting tom and trey on mondays you're getting me and waz aka zosny on wednesdays a means floating in between i'm a floater you never know when you're gonna get a mean in those so you gotta listen to them all and what if i'm not sure what maze looks like because i've always thought he's a fat man with a fedora he's got a weird voice how can i see for myself what this maze character actually looks like it's crazy you don't know the answer to this mm. because it's the cinephobe pod youtube page what the ct5s on the cinephobe pod youtube page you can look at all of us you can get all the og pods on youtube too at count the dings one on youtube at cinephobe pod on youtube patreon.com slash count the dings gets you everything all in one feed you can link it to your spotify and now enjoy the show when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of the Woke Bros, fresh off summer hiatus. I'm your co-host, Big Wise, a.k.a. Wazney Lambray, and I'm joined, I almost forgot my line, man. I'm joined <laughs> by my brother on the west side of Los Angeles, Nando Vila. What's up, brother? Ah, man, I missed you so much. Missed same, your voice. Missed same, your face. Same, you know? same, man, same. Back, same, so much freaking... Jet hopping, globe trotting between the two of Dude, us, man. I know. It's really ridiculous, but we're, it's we're just cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Like I'm sorry if that offends. Right, like, right, right. We do have we lives. Sweet lives, yeah. Yes, I, I, I will say that, man. We, we're very blessed. Um, you know, in the time that we've been gone, I've, I've been, I went to Jamaica, went to goddamn Miami, went to. Vegas, when I, man, I've been all over yeah. the damn place. Not Jamaica, I'm lying. I was in Cabo, mm. not Jamaica. I was in Jamaica in February, but Cabo, yeah. my first time ever in Cabo, had a nice. great time. Yeah, um, nice. They know how to party down there, man. I, yeah. I'll tell you that much. Uh, yeah. 
just yeah, man, just just great time, a lot of time off, enjoying the summer. But I'm happy to be back, you know, uh, just in time, man, for the for the big news. People who've been f- f- listening to us, following the shows, we told you guys about the the UPS strike that was impending this summer. Did we have Alex Press up here? Am I making that up? I think you did. Yeah, yeah, we did. We had Alex Press up here. Um, she, you know, incredible coverage in Jacobin Mag, um, covering the the potential strike. These these folks, they told management, like, boy, we will shut your entire operation down this summer if you keep playing with us. And man, lo and behold, Nando, them fools came to the table with a bunch of concessions, dude. Um, yeah. it's it's pretty incredible. It's kind of rare that you see um this level of just outright victory, man. It just never happens this way. Um, it's just really cool. Some of the stuff they were fighting for, of course, the AC and the cars, which is like Come just on. saying that out yeah. loud, it just feels absurd in yeah. the midst of the craziest heat wave probably of our lives right now. Um, Nando, just just absurd that that was something on the bargaining table. Um, they've upped the pay of part-time workers from 15 to 21. Eventually, we'll get to, I think, 24 by the end of the contract. Um, they The UPS is going to ha- have to open it. I think 15,000 more full-time jobs. Uh, the distinction between the part-timers and the full-timers, um, they're getting rid of that. Uh, it's just amazing. That one is my favorite, honestly, Nando. Yeah. Because not only are those part-timers getting their just due, at the same time, it's strengthening the union. You know, when you make those jobs realer jobs, um, everybody's got skin in the game now. And everybody understands what's at stake. And the union just becomes stronger. Um, they, they have more leverage in that sense because of that. And so, yeah, man, it's it's really cool, man. They ha- Look, Jimmy Hoffa's kid was, you know, a freaking corporate shill. He was one of the little boys that that management loved. They loved him to death because he got them favorable deal after favorable deal after favorable deal. You know, our guy, what's his name? Sean O'Brien. I was about to say something crazy Irish. So, I just yeah. remember his last, I just remember his name. S-E-A-N Irish as hell. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, man. Sean O'Brien ran on a more militant sort of um you know, campaign, like, nah, we're not playing with labor, we're gonna get what's coming to us. And they did it, man. I like this is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's. It, I think the point that you made about the um, the the separate ending the distinction between like two tiers of workers. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you had been there and you had seniority, you had like a lot. You know, a lot more protections, and benefits, better pay than like the newer people. And what that creates is it divides the it divides the union. It creates uh, it creates like it erodes solidarity. Yep. You know, it creates resentment, and then it creates from the people on on the on the higher end, they, they just want to protect their, their, you know, their, their yeah. benefits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it does. And then to your last point, um, you know, there's, um, I, I read an interview with, um, with, a with a UPS worker and, you know, he was really relieved that the, the that the deal was struck and, and that it was so favorable. And he talks about like the difference with, uh, O'Brien vis-a-vis Hoffa is that Hoffa would use the strike potential against the members. 
They'd be like, dude, listen, like if we don't get, if we don't take this contract, bro, you, you guys know, are not gonna be able to pay rent. Yeah. You're not gonna yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And O'Brien flipped it. He was like, he's he he's like, no, I'm using it against the um, against the bosses, against against management, um, and that made all the difference in the world. I mean, I think like if you look at some of the stats on UPS, especially post pandemic. I mean, you remember the early pandemic? Like you couldn't go out and buy shit. You had to order everything. Can you mm-hmm. imagine? Mm-hmm. You know the growth, the volume. Yeah, oh yeah. My God. Like they their operating profit, UPS operating profit in twenty twenty two was thirteen point one billion. Um, which is up from 6.5 billion in 2019. Um, yeah, that's fucking nuts. It's like dude. doubled. It doubled in 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 three years. Um, and, and by the way, and the compensation isn't doubling for the workers. We're talking about incremental compensation gains here, Nando. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And you know, of course, like what what UPS, like all major companies, does when they get so many profits, like they don't share it with the workers. That's not what they do. Not they share it with their shareholders and their management. So um, in 2023, UPS is expected to give 8 billion back to shareholders in the form of, of dividends and stock buybacks. Wow. Um, and the CEO uh, made an average of $23 million a year um, in the last two years. Um, so yeah, again, that's like, well, that's what it is. That's what, that's what the union fight is. It's about, there's a pie, how much of it goes to us and how much it goes to them. And it's not, Anything, I mean, there's other issues always like the AC in the cars, but that's really, you know, about the pie and all that stuff. And there's, there's issues at play, but like at the end of the day, a successful company makes profits and then distributes that profit um, amongst its workers or its shareholders who gets a piece of the pie is up, to, yep. is up to the militancy and the organization of the workers. And that's, um, you know, UPS showed, uh, the Teamsters showed that if they're militant and if they're organized and if they hold the line, they can they can make extract major gains. I mean, some of these gains like seem seem like a lot. Was I mean, dude, uh, <laughs> fucking, you know, like um, the the pay by the end of the contract is going to go up an average of eight dollars an hour. Like that's a yeah. lot, you know. That's, that's, that's fifteen a grand lot. a year, dude. For, bruh, that's a lot. That's a lot to go from fifteen to twenty three or twenty four. Like it's 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 meaningful to the people who are getting those raises, man. It means everything, honestly. And, you know, a couple of things just come to mind when I see this, um, especially in the wake of the Hollywood strike, um, you know, full disclosure, I, I myself am, am a member of the writers guild, um, that, you know, I'm part of that union, a different branch, but those are my union brothers and sisters who aren't striking Hollywood. Um, the studios made terrible decisions. They're racked with insane debt. Um, and so, yeah. you know, they're pretty dug in on what they're willing to do, right? Like, nobody told Bob Iger to go buy Fox. That was that was stupid, right? But whatever. Like, it happened. They leveraged the, um, you know, um, they're super leveraged in, um, in their ability to do so. And so, look, man, like, they're, they're not actually, like... <laughs> The business is actually um, in flux, right? It's not that they're not profitable and that, um, you know, my brothers and sisters in in the union don't deserve what they're asking for. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like the the sort of position of that business um, is different. And that's why they've taken a different posture where Bob Iger is in fucking variety saying he's they're not moving until these motherfuckers lose their houses. 
you know, yeah. their cribs get foreclosed on, you know, until they get evicted from their cribs, right? Like that type of nasty rhetoric, right? But these are these guys are like their business is like in in trouble in many ways. UPS is the fucking opposite, right? Yeah. It's like yo, they're breaking records. Um, in profits. And the funny thing is, but the, like the reason why I say that is because you see the tact that um, the CEOs of the movie studios are taking with um, actors and, and writers, right? And UPS being able, um, the Teamsters, excuse me, and the UPS workers being able to extract these concessions. So what seems so quickly to me, it's just obvious that it would have cost them way more money for these guys and girls to strike. Right. Yeah. And 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 and, and the, the reason why it's an even bigger indictment on management at UPS is that this this in no way affects their actual bottom line to do this, like for real, for real. And they wouldn't have otherwise did it. No, oh, yeah. They but for under the threat of a strike. Yeah. Like they did. Like I say this all the time. They wouldn't have came of their own volition or, no. you know, we're just good guys. We're just, you know, but benevolent CEOs. And you guys, you guys deserve a raise. You guys deserve AC when it's 110 degrees in Arizona and you're delivering packages to people like they wouldn't have did this shit on their own. And like, that's amazing to me. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 the the. The CNN had a like had a study that had this Teamster struck uh, um, got on strike over UPS because like um, a lot of these UPS like a lot of the revenue is kind of these long term contracts or like these kind of enterprise contracts with businesses and shit like that like you know all of those would go away under the strike they'd be forced majeure and they'd go away under strike and they would just go to FedEx or whatever you know like USPS <laughs> or whatever and it's it calculated that it would take them like 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 a decade or more wow. to recover the lost revenue that they, that they would lose that they would only be able to recover 70 percent of their overall business Sheesh. um oh my so they God. would go down 30 percent if the if the if the union went on strike um so um so yeah i mean it just shows the power of of, of the strike again literally the only the only tool in in it's the the, there's of, no other tool yeah there's no other way to do it everything else is like a little like a little tool to like, you know, polish up the sculpture at the end, like a little, maybe you get little eyelashes or something, but like, the you know, to break down and, and make the, the thing, the only tool is, is the strike. I mean, that's it. That's it. There's, there's nothing, nothing else. There's, there's just nothing else. Like browbeating these people in the press and all of this kind of thing. It like, it would not have worked. Protests on the street. No. You know? No, you have to directly hit their pockets. Yeah. Nothing else works. Um, and so, yeah, man, this is just an incredible day um, for American labor. Uh, again, it's been 40, 50 years of L after L after L after L after yeah. union bust after union bust. Um, both, you know, both uh, parties of government, right? Uh, it's been bipartisan, the union yeah. busting and crushing. Um, but yeah, man, the Teamsters got to fucking win today, man. Um, yeah. And it's cool. And what I will say about the WGA strike, I, I thought they were in for some trouble. But man, that shit took a di different tenor once the actors got involved. Yeah. Like people who are actually famous command actual attention and like have like legitimate megaphones and platforms. Like th th this shit took on a different, um, a different characteristic, right? Um, and I think that's 
that's cool. And obviously I'm wishing them all the best in, in, in their endeavors, man. But yeah, man, we, we, we had to come back with that UPS um, Teamsters victory. Just incredible, incredible yeah. stuff. And the United Auto Workers, their contract with the big three is up, I think, in September. Um, so watch out for the United Auto Workers against the big three in Detroit. Um, I mean, listen, talk about a union that used to fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, they're one of the most powerful unions in the country, if not the most powerful, yeah, yeah. honestly, um, at a certain point in our country's history. So, yeah, that that's definitely a situation that bears monitoring. Um, Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about Butcher Box. Butcher Box is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. So, yeah, man, we want to end off the show with a little footy discussion. Mm. Nando, um, is your is your footy fandom just growing like every day? Every day, yeah. every day, yeah. And and it's, it's so a great sport. It's a great oh, it's sport. incredible. It, it, it's it, it's not just the game that I love, obviously watching. It's just the stories around the sport. It's just as gossipy and ridiculous as the oh, NBA, totally. yeah. if not more. And yeah. I just love that. Like it's it's just a it's just simpatico with the shit that I'm already doing in my fucking job. And so it's cool. And then, of course, like, I find myself finding excuses to fuck with the Women's World Cup. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. now I'm into the messy thing, the MLS thing. Yeah. Like, I'm just getting, I'm just just gobbling up all the football that I can, Nando. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. But I did want to first start off with the Kylian Mbappe situation with the Saudis because, um, one, he's the best player in the world. Two, it's been years now. He's been rumored, for those of you who don't know, Nando Vila is a diehard Madrista, Real Madrid fan. Like, this guy is, he's a sicko Madrid fan. Um, and it, for years, it's been rumored that he's been trying to get there. He's been trying yeah. to get himself to Madrid um, to leave his current squad, PSG, um, in League One in, in France. Then reports come out that the Saudis, you know, um, because that messy money got freed up, 
uh, allegedly offered, and we don't know the legitimacy yeah. of this offer. Um, we can't really speak to that. Of course, it's the Saudis. Like, there's no shadier, more blacker a box than what's going on in Saudi Arabia with MBS and that regime and what they're doing. But allegedly, they offered. 370 something million to PSG for the transfer fee. And then Killian Mbappe would then get $770 million yeah. to play one season in Saudi Arabia. Um, in the, in the, um, um, the following days is it got put out that he's not fucking with them, that he's moving on. But what do you make of that whole mess Nando? <sighs> I mean, listen, a lot of this is Kylian Mbappe's own fault. He was a free agent last summer and could have come to Madrid for free uh, <laughs> as a free agent and gotten paid really well and, you know, been on uh, the team with the most Champions Leagues in the history of <laughs> soccer. There's 14. There's 14 there. You got to count them, you know. Your boys at Man City have the one. Yeah, just you know? one. We just got one. Just one. Okay? <laughs> this isn't ancient history either, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. You yeah, sound yeah. like a fucking Yankee fan right yeah, now. Disgusting. 27 World yeah. Series, baby. Fucking count them over there. Um, <laughs> so he had a chance of, of coming as a free agent. Would have been clean, you know? He fulfilled mm -hmm. his contract, whatever. Um and instead, he signed. Uh, he re-signed with PSG. I mean, if you remember last year, it was like Macron got involved. You know, God. the Emir of Qatar got involved. Like oh it was goodness. this whole like they probably put the full court press on him, they the heartstrings and all of that type of thing. They put the full court press court press on him. I think what they also promised him is that he'd be like a kind of LeBron style player GM. You know, mm, um, wow. Which I don't think they then kind of honored. You know okay. what I mean? And I think Mbappe was like, you know. Okay, well, and then it, to be clear, like what he's doing now is he's got a two-year contract, so he's up after, next summer, and mm -hmm. PSG don't want him to go for free, so they wanna they want him to resign. You know, it's kind of like you try to resign your player um, a year before their before contract he hits free yeah. agency. Yeah, just yeah. like the NBA. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so they want him to resign. He's like, I'm not interested in resigning. Like, I'll I'll, I'll fulfill my contract, but I, I'm not gonna sign a new one. And so now the Qataris are freaking out and they've kept him off of the preseason tour. You know, like he's not training with the team right now. Like oh. They're, they're, they're traveling around. I think they're in Japan or in Asia somewhere. Uh, um, uh, Man City was in, was definitely in Japan. Yeah. And they're playing, you know, they're playing preseason friendlies there. Like as, as there are a bunch of teams here in the United States. Um, and he, uh, and he's not, he's not there. He's not there. You know, like he's being kind of locked out. And so the Saudis are desperate to find a solution. Oh, sorry, the Qataris are definitely desperate to find a solution. Um, Madrid's waiting in the wings. I think, you know, the reports are, if you believe them, that Madrid is, is, has, has a $200 million package ready for PSG. To, to, hey, uh, 200 to, mil! Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Um, and, and so everyone's kind of waiting and seeing what happens. I mean, they're, they're trying, I think they're trying desperately to put him anywhere else. The problem is that there's few teams that can absorb that kind of fee. Um, and, you know, uh, like the, the teams that would already kind of are like, well, they've already you know. shot their yeah. wad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it really is kind of, it really is a game of chicken right now. Like either he ends up at Madrid or he, um, or he fucking stays. Can, like can you explain to me what, what is their um, opposition to sending him to Madrid? I think it's a matter of like, um, personal, just kind of animosity that they're just like, 
he's been wanting to go to these guys forever. Like, you know, he's been, they, you know, they, like, okay. Like I get it. It's like th- these guys have been tampering with our fucking player for yeah. years. And it's, and it's just disgusting how they've been openly and brazenly poaching our best player. And we're not going to fucking stand for it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. And, and, and if you saw it, like when, when, when Madrid had that miraculous comeback against PSG two seasons ago, when they won the champions league and the, the series of miraculous comebacks, including Man City and Chelsea and PSG, mm-hmm. the first one was against PSG. Kareem Benzema scored three goals in nine, in nine minutes to turn the game, to turn the tire out and, and win it. Um, and if you see, like in the stadium, the 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 president of PSG, a guy named Nasser Al Khalifi, had a total like fucking meltdown, and like you know, like uh, you know, like fucking, you know, like he just had a total fucking meltdown. Um, you know, he like really hates losing to Madrid. Um, it's like just they they don't like it. Um, yeah, because I was gonna ask because somebody once told me that like you'd be hard pressed to ever see. Um, the PSG like do a transfer with Manchester City because the Qataris hate the fucking Emiratis. Like they yeah. just they just resent them. It's just like fuck that. We're not helping yeah. your team get yeah. better. And so I'm just like, what's the what's the issue with fucking Madrid? What's their beef yeah. with them? <laughs> it's more that that it's just like it's more personal. I would say. Got you. you. Know, it's not like a geopolitical thing. Or anything Got like you. That, it's just personal. It's just we hate this fucking club. Um, yeah. They get on our nerves. So what? Yeah. Like, what is your best guess as to what happens? It feels like the obvious thing is that he's just gonna come back and leave for nothing next summer. Yeah, I mean, the question is like, will they really not play him all year? Wow. Like, will they pay him for? Will they pay him his huge fucking salary? The, I think he's the highest paid player in the world. I, I read his eighty of, euros. Yeah, eighty, 80 million, euros per, you know, like, per season. I mean, million, who knows yeah. how much Messi's getting from like you know all the shit. I know the Apple um, conversions yeah. and all of that. But, yeah, but I mean, Mbappe is up there in terms of uh, most expensive. Eighty mil is nice. This is a nice deal. Yeah. Um, and you know, like I've I've read things that you know I don't know if are a hundred percent gonna happen or not but like there is a there is a potential issue that wefa may crack down a little bit on the financial fair play which is basically kind of like a sal like a very very weak attempt at a salary cap uh which is like you can only spend kind of what you generate in income mm-hmm. and what you know what the qataris and man city and all these people do is like they just sponsor the team you know and like just give them right. a bunch of money <laughs> but like that shit isn't like that shit isn't like right like the united like, arab like, em- emirates yeah. Have a deal with the fuck yeah. <laughs> with yeah. Man City that pays them a ridiculous amount that they would exactly. never pay any An other club to sponsor. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that they would never get on the open market from any other brand. Um, and it's like Man City's under investigation from the Premier League and UEFA and a million things. Like For sure. hundred different yeah. investigations open or some shit. Um, so like there is um there is um, you know, like like a chance that they're they're actually kind of worried of getting a a, a major sanction mm. on this financial fair play. I mean, I don't know if that's actually going to happen. It's never really happened. Um, you know, the UEFA doesn't just doesn't just hasn't really cracked down on it, even though it's technically something they should do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I, I guess he comes to Madrid. Mm. You know, Madrid has kept the number nine uh, jersey open this season. They, wow. they haven't. You know, Benzema left, so um, he would just slot right into the Benzema role. Yeah, I mean, I think Madrid might change their formation a little bit and play a four-four-two diamond because they got this guy Jude Bellingham from mm-hmm. from Dortmund, this English guy. He's fucking really good. He's twenty. He scored a great goal uh, yesterday. Um, he's twenty years old. You know, he's a fucking hundred million dollar player. He's a fucking yo Dortmund um, man. These motherfuckers just just produce one of the best farm, one of the best talent development year after system. year. Yeah. It's insane. 
yeah, 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 absolutely. One of the best. Like they just consistently, um, they just have a great farm system and they, they, they know how to develop young talent. Like if I was a young kid and I had a chance to go play for Dorman, like go there, you know, like, overfired, yeah, you know, or right. some shit, you know what I mean? Um, so, so I think they might play Vinicius and Mbappe up top in a kind of free two forward role with, uh, with, uh, Bellingham playing the number 10 right behind them. Like that, that seems like what they're going to try to do. Benzema was like really the kind of point guard in a four, three, three gotcha. with two guys on the wing, you know, and he's like kind of playing off of them. Mbappe or, or and Vinicius are not those type of players. They're kind of more direct. Yep. You know, Benzema was Just like he was an amazing goal scorer, but he was also like a point guard. He would like he would receive the ball and then dish, 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 dish. Vinicius and Mbappe just have to go. You know, yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, Exciting stuff, man. I really hope he does end up in Real because y'all know how I feel about the French league and PSG in general. It's a waste of everybody's time, honestly. <laughs> like he's just so good. Like we'll, we'll never really see how. How you know, great he can be. Yeah. 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 Gotta test himself. Like uh yeah. 100%. Like, yeah. Um, um, and so yeah, I wanna I wanna end off, man, um, with the situation that's happening at Inter Miami. Of course, I'm sure you saw the free kick at the buzzer from Lionel yeah. Messi in the opening match. Um, the next match, he dropped two goals in the first half, just effortlessly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, Ser like Sergio Busquets, I saw, I saw a hilarious tweet, which was like, uh, Sergio Busquets, because Sergio Busquets is, a, is, a, is an absolute genius of soccer. Like, he is right. a genius of this game. He has no physical, like, like he's, he's like a tall, lanky dude who cannot move. And right. he's one of the greatest players of all time. Right. He, um, someone had a funny tweet that was like, I love watching Busquets at Inter Miami, like, just... You know when he's receiving the ball with his back to goal, he like does a, he does like these kind of classic feints that would always like you know he'd always fake people out. He's like, oh, he's looking, he's doing the feints, you know, to to evade the pressure. Except he turns around and the pressure never came. He's just like, like, wait, oh wait, I'm, I'm alone. I can just like receive the ball wait, and turn around. And nobody's turn around. here. Yeah, so, like, he got the ball and like he looked. He's like, oh, I have all the time in the world. And I'm like, yeah. oh look, there's Messi. He's wide yeah. open. I'm just gonna You're not in the Champions it. League anymore, yeah. kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's 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 been pretty fun um to watch and obviously I, I listen to a lot of Levitard and them. Um they, they, Mike Ryan is having a fucking absolute yeah. ball with this. He's been a day one into Miami season ticket yeah. holder. No, so me and you watch, we're LAFC guys, dude. We're yeah, LAFC yeah, yeah. No, guys. no, LA, LAFC yeah. all the way. Um yeah. and yeah, by the way, we gotta make sure we're at that messy match. Um <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. 100%. But yeah, it's been, it's just been super fun to watch because I think this is something legitimately that people out here are going to try to glom onto and want to pay attention to. Yeah. Um, Because it's not just the name, it's that Messi's still legitimately a great player. Yeah. Um, As old as he is, he's still fucking incredible. Yeah. 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 No, he really is. I mean, he's still got the dude, like. I mean, he's still the soccer alien. He was just put on this earth to to play soccer. He, you know, like ball at his feet. You know, like he's gonna. And, and then, of course, we hear um, <laughs> um, Iniesta's is on his way. Yeah, uh, Luis Suarez. Can, can no, Luis this, Suarez. Is, this is doubling my my LAFC fandom because everyone's like, "Oh, are you excited? Like Inter Miami?" I'm like, "I don't like Inter Miami." Fuck these Miami. Barcelona yeah, guys. I'm from Miami. I'm from Miami. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like this is Nando, the most poser I, thing I've ever heard in my I, life. Just I, fucking I heard, sign all the Barcelona legends. I heard. I heard Chavi's on his way. <laughs> no, He's gonna come out of Not retirement. He is coming out of retirement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
it's a joke. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely something I'm gonna pay the five bucks. I haven't yet, but I'm gonna pay the five bucks for Apple Plus to watch some of these matches um and just have some fun with it, man. Um, I'm really excited to, you know, um all of the clubs right now are traveling and doing their preseason friendlies. We just had Barcelona and Arsenal play at SoFi here in Los Angeles. Um just a really dope time. The season is kicking off. Um, I'm really excited. I'm going to be in England on um, August 19th in London. Going to try to catch a match while I'm out there, hopefully. Um, yeah, man, just exciting stuff for, for big football fanatics like you and me, Nando. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's a good time. Good time to be a soccer fan. Anyway, that's our show for today, guys. We will see you guys next week. I can't promise that we're going to be on a week-to-week throughout the summer. Our schedules are kind of fucking ridiculous um, right now. But we're going to try to get some more in here as the summer goes by. Uh, Shouts to my man, John Gervais, for keeping the trains running on time. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.